Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the one Bitcoin. Look at that shirt. Look at that one Bitcoin show. Today is January the 26th, 2019. I am back in bar after like 30 hours of flying. Strong hand, long-term thinking, conviction. Oh, yeah. This is all about conviction right here. Offended by selling. Oh, where else did I, I lost my, there's so much I have to say here today that I'm just, one Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Okay, strong hand. So welcome to the show, everyone. Hello, my elite friends. It is late at night in Baltimore, and this time I am in Baltimore, but it is still November the 26th in a lot of the United States. So this is your November the 26th show. Check out the November the 25th show, link to below. Check out This Week in Bitcoin. You can see it all at disruptmeister.com. Zach Vole was great, but seriously, Thanksgiving, you're not going to get a lot of content from a lot of people. Check out those last two shows. It was a lot of fun. Last three shows. Check out this show. You, If you're not in America, you're probably wondering why things are slowing down. Well, it's Thanksgiving. At BWI Airport, it wasn't slow tonight. My God, so many people picking up people. It was wild. Everyone coming back. And yes, I had four different flights today. Four flights. And guess what? My luggage that was checked in did not arrive with me, but they're going to send it to where I am tomorrow. Thank you, United, in advance. It best be coming tomorrow. Because I want to pound that like button and get all those Bitcoin shirts out of my suitcase, which are which is in Chicago now, I guess, on its way to BWI in the middle of the night. Oh, yes. Okay. And yeah, it's cold. Well, it's not that cold, but it's not Australia. I miss you, Australia. And how am I wide awake? I don't know how I'm wide awake. I really want to go to sleep. But a new show every day, that's what you get here. Play this at 2x, people. Remember, play this at 2x. If you got questions, put it in the uh, put it in the super chat, uh, or you could, uh, you can uh, type it Bitcoin Meister, and I will notice it. And there was I wanted to thank Carlos Velarde Jr. He sent five dollars in the super chat for yesterday's show, which I wasn't even around for yesterday's show. I was on a plane. But the magic of the internet. Oh, you can upload things and then it goes live. So you have a new show every day. It was a good one. Beyond Bitcoin type of stuff. I was talking about Pete Buttigieg. And then all of a sudden I, I noticed on Twitter, like he's getting ripped on today. Yeah, just as I predicted, uh, sort of. But anyway, that's beyond Bitcoin stuff. Let us get into Bitcoin stuff, okay? You're tired of hearing me rambling on about being back in Baltimore. Ken Bozak just sent $4.20. I haven't seen you for a while, Ken. Do you want to be on the show on Friday at 2 p.m.? This week in Bitcoin will be on Friday at 2 p.m. most likely. Ken Bozak, I know it's Black Friday. You're in America. I'm trying to get foreigners on, but do you want to be on? He uh, he said, yes, please. All right, look at that. I'm, play I'm in motion. This is how you do it. In the middle of the show, you're getting people on your Friday show. So, yes, Ken will be on the show, and uh, we'll have some uh, foreign people from outside the United States also. I'm uh, I'm working on specifics, but it will be on at 2 p.m. on Friday. Very good. We'll have someone from the Netherlands on. Boris. Boris will be on. Okay. Uh, and people are saying hello. Woo, live. Oh, yeah, you better believe this is live. But even if it's not live for you, it's just as good when it's not live. 
I was talking about Bitcoin with some dude on the plane today. I'll get to that in a second. Alistair Milne has a great tweet that reminds us of the past that you guys should know about. 2014. Now, he says it's 2015, but it was 2014. Alistair Milne says in 2015, everyone was mocking Tim Draper for buying Bitcoin at auction for around $600. The same people are laughing at holders accumulating before the next halving. I bought more yesterday, says Alistair Milne. Alistair, I'm so glad you, even though you got the year wrong, that you reminded me of the great Tim Draper, what he did. And I, yes, I remember people mocking him for buying 30,000 Bitcoin <laughs> at an auction. Yes. They said, oh, you were so foolish. Now, we don't know how much he paid, but people assumed it was like around 500 and 600. And they were laughing at him. Oh, that stupid rich man. He's just so, he just got lucky. He's not lucky anymore. He just got 30,000 Bitcoin for $500 a piece. What an idiot, people were saying. It's dying. <laughs> and you envious people out there wonder how rich people get rich. They don't, they don't need to fit in. They know when the, they have long-term thinking. They don't get freaked out by down markets. So, yeah, the rich people are getting richer now. They're accumulating now. Alistair Milne's pretty rich, and he's still buying it now. Hey, but people will complain in the future, and I just want to tell the people who weren't around back in 2014 how it was. Because, I mean, most people in their right minds are now like, whoa, that was a really good deal. Tim Draper got there. 30,000 Bitcoin in the three-digit realm? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But people were ripping on him. People thought he was a fool. People thought he was crazy. I didn't. I thought it was great. I was trying to figure out how much he paid for each one. I just wanted to know. We'll never know unless he admits it. Um, all right. So, guys, if you're if you're if you're getting worried about people saying, "Oh, how could anyone buy now?" Just you know, think think back to them. Pound that like button. Mizir Mahmudav says. Bitcoin is the democratization of savings. Before, real savings vehicles were only available to the rich. Real estate and stocks, he says, are examples of that. Well, I wouldn't. Today, you can stack sats and store your wealth in the scarcest asset. The ability to save wealth in Bitcoin will bring millions of people out of debt. I have a correction there, dude. The ability to save wealth in Bitcoin should bring millions of people out of debt. I doubt many people that are in debt right now. Some people who are in debt right now will buy Bitcoin. But that getting into debt mentality, I don't think they'll be the ones that are buying Bitcoin. They'll be the ones that are laughing at the Tim Drapers of the world, saying how stupid and then being envious of them in the future. But the important thing to remember about this whole statement is if you a person is in debt now and they did start buying Bitcoin, okay? It, it, it could help them get out of debt. It, it really could. It, it really could. It is a safe, it could teach people about savings. Just give them the, the, the mentality to say, wait a second, I got, I got to get myself out of debt, then I got to buy myself some Bitcoin, okay? And then they'll be forever out of debt because they know one Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin and you're trying to value your wealth in Bitcoin. So, I mean, right now there's a lot of people in fiat debt, which is pretty bad. Uh, but, uh, once they get out of that fiat debt and are above the, uh, the level and they got some extra fiat, they turn to Bitcoin. It's just the opposite world. 
And, and I have mentioned on this show that regular wealthy people did have access to um, you know the Facebook IPO before uh, regular people did. You, you, again, so this is something. This is just like a Facebook IPO or a Google IPO for 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 regular people. I've been talking about this for years and years and years. So he's getting at a point that I, I've gotten at before. All right, thank you, Mazir. Matt Odell. All right. So he tweeted out a chart I really liked, a, a price chart. And I don't usually, you know, I, I don't like fancy sets or graphics, but I do like charts you can learn from. So it wasn't really a fancy set. It was a graphic. How could it be a fancy set? Imagine being on a set that was just a chart. Maybe I should do that one day. Pound that like button. That would be psychedelic. All right. And yes, I did watch that Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio movie based in 1969. It was good. I'll talk about it at the end of the show. Some people didn't think it was good. I thought it was good. Uh, but okay, going back to this chart, I saw it on the plane because when you're on the plane for like 24 hours, you, you, oh I was sitting next to a woman with pink hair at one point. Oh, or blue hair. I don't remember now. It was I, I fell asleep because I couldn't, you know, I couldn't stay awake next to something like that. Uh, so Matt tweeted out a, a chart and it's, you, you got, I I'm, I'm tired. So I can't really give a great description of what it exactly measured. <laughs> percent. And I was talking about this on my videos the other day about, uh, percent of the previous all time high that the price is currently at. Well, this chart charts out the percent of the cycle low. Okay. The, uh, the price, the current price, what percent of the cycle low it currently is. And of course, that's over 100%. It's over because we've, we've already reached the cycle low of whatever, 3,000, whatever it was. So it's it's way above that. It's uh, 200, over 200% or I don't know what it is right now. But he compares that percent of the cycle low price across the previous cycles. And you can see that we're basically at the same point we were before the previous, before the 2016 halving, okay? And uh, the only difference, and I pointed this out the other day, the only real big difference in the chart was what happened this summer when the price of, of Bitcoin was quite a lot more than the uh, cycle low. And that didn't happen the two other cycles. So check out that chart. It, it, it is, if you need to strengthen your hand, I think it will. Uh, it's that it's all cyclical type of deal that I talk about a lot. Uh, and something that that's that the charts also show is that after the having, it's always the, the, the percent, the percentage of, uh, of the cycle low of, of the price, the percent of the cycle, it, it goes up quite a bit. All right. And it's, and it's following the same pattern. So you judge for yourself, look at the chart below, uh, link to below. And I Coinmetrics did it. I forgot who did it now, but Matt O'Dell uh, tweeted it out, and that's what's linked to below. Um, should I erase that one? And all right, so I'm on the plane, and the dude we just got to talking, uh, and he asked me what I did. I talked about Bitcoin, and he'd heard of it, and he'd heard of it in 2012, but he got gold and silver instead, and he was kind of bitter about that. <laughs> But he really was, oh, he was a young guy and he was open, he was open to learning and he'd heard quite a bit about it. And yeah, we had, a, we had a good conversation. So 
uh, I'm always in motion, always willing to talk about it. And this was on the fourth leg of my journey. This was the Chicago to Baltimore flight. And so I was, I was really tired and there was a lot of turbulence on that flight as it started raining in Chicago, but uh, it was a good distraction. It made the flight go by a lot faster. So maybe he's watching, get, get yourself some Bitcoin for you, for your third kid. That's on the way, dude. Uh, all right. It's a good thing to get for your kids that are on the way. They'll, 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 uh, they'll thank you in the future. Uh, something I also wanted to say is just a reminder, I'm in Baltimore and, an easy way you can tell that I'm in Baltimore is that I always put the location of where I am uh, below every one of my videos. And there's just the attention to detail has been lost today by so many people. So many people are in a rush. They, they'll ask me questions that I've already answered uh, in the notes section. And uh, they ask me where I am and it's written right. And I, I, tell, I say it all the time. Like, if you want to know where I am, I always have it written down in the notes section. But attention to detail is a lost art today. Guys, don't be impulsive. Go the attention to detail uh, uh, direction. It, it, it can help you a lot. Take your time, read everything, uh, and, and try to, to gather the, the specifics because most people, they are in such a big rush today. There is no attention to detail. And people who uh, appreciate attention to detail, people who are not impulsive, it's uh, and when they see someone else has that attention to detail, it's a bonding type of thing. That's how you network, okay? That's how you, how you network. Have, have an attention to detail. All right. By the way, dudes, um, so I didn't check the Bitcoin price. I When I left Australia, I knew it, what, what it was, and then I checked it when I got back here. So uh, it was like over 30 hours without the Bitcoin. It's, it's fun to do. It's fun to do. I had no idea if the Ravens won the Monday night football game. I knew they were on, I knew they were on Monday night football. I had no idea if they won. And I'm in Baltimore right now. Baltimore County, but whatever. Um, just you gotta get gotta get away sometimes from. Well, anyway, you don't get distractions. Focus, focus, baby. And I was focused to get home, do a show, and go to sleep. And yes, I'm in the middle of a sixty-hour fast, and still, baby, I love it. Intermittent fasting, pounding that like button, do it right now. Healthy stuff. Traveling around the world. Thanksgiving back in Baltimore. Speaking of Baltimore, Jim from Philadelphia, 1983 World Series. Pound that like button. Uh, Jim says uh, he has got a good tweet that I tweeted out. I think even when I was traveling, I was able to tweet, retweet some things a few times, baby, because I, in motion, that's, that's why. Uh, no, but Jim, I retweeted this tweet. People liked it. If you get paid in fiat and value your wealth in Bitcoin, you just got a nice raise. That is the way to look at it. Uh, spending Bitcoin said SegWit adoption just reached a new all-time high at 65.15%. Oh, but I thought some guy had the secret of SegWit and was going to uh, hack it. Oh, no, that guy's just a fraud. But people believe him. Pound that like button. So that's good news about SegWit. Uh, it's sad that some people are frauds, but uh, yes, 65.15% SegWit adoption. Uh, according to this, which I actually wrote down, like, I think before I left Australia. God, how many do I guess? And 60 hour fast. It is so easy to do a 60 hour fast when you're on four different planes. Okay. When, when like <laughs> with over 20, how many hours was I on a darn plane today or in an airport? Unbelievable. And this day just doesn't end. It started out 
in Adelaide. It, it, my a journey started on the, on the 26th. And as I kept going in the wrong direction in terms of the time zones, it stayed the 26, 26, 26. It's still the 26 in Los Angeles and Hawaii and Denver and everything. It, it's been the 26 for 39 hours. It was a 26 for me. It's crazy. <laughs> I, I love it though. It's fun. It'll be nice to sleep. It will be nice to sleep. I slept some on the plane, but to sleep on a plane, it's, it's, you don't get a good sleep on a plane. Not not satisfying, not satisfying. But you you shouldn't be hungry. On I mean, who could be hungry when you, on a plane? I mean, really, it, the, the stuff looks disgusting. So yeah, I started fasting on uh, Sunday after my I had a beautiful last meal in Adelaide. I still can't believe I was just in Adelaide yesterday. Uh, well, according to the time zones, but <laughs> it's, it's it's weird, man. It's it's weird, but yeah, I had my food Sunday night. I won't have it again until uh, no, I had my food. Monday night is Monday night because now it's, I, I don't know what day it is. Okay, dudes. I don't know what day it is. I had my, it was, it was Monday night in Adelaide when I had my food, but in, in Baltimore time, it was uh, very early Monday morning. So yeah. So on Wednesday afternoon toward evening, I'll, it'll be 60 hours. Pound that like button. And I'll go probably go jogging a teeny bit beforehand. I don't feel it at all, man. I'm just happy to be home. In, in you know, homes where the heart, you know, I don't really have a home anymore, but this is, you know, my, my people are here. Baltimore, you got to love Baltimore. Oh, man, I haven't even gotten to the Nigerian story yet. People are probably wondering. I hope you're playing this at 2x people. Zach Allen said, have you got, have you got a YouTube community guideline strike for Bitcoin videos? Or are people tripping? No, I, I have never gotten a strike. I can believe that some Bitcoin people have gotten strikes if they, curse and they talk about things that it's hard to get a strike it's you know if someone complete if you said something that offended someone like it, you can go in a lot of nonsense directions i don't go in nonsense directions uh and i don't i don't curse and i i haven't heard about you about bitcoin youtubers getting uh strikes but i, I hear about plenty of people talking about m political issues getting strikes okay but that's the way of YouTube. You got to deal with it. Have a great Thanksgiving with your family. Enjoy. Thank you, Bitcoin to the moon. Thank you. But knows, I've never, I've never offended their community guidelines. Although I am, I am offended by their community guidelines on a certain level. But you got, you got to deal with it. Uh, oh, so here, Alistair Milne says. This is, he says, a new all-time high in smart, I can't say the word, uh, smart butt. People are being smart butts out there. On, on they, they're, they're being very snippy. Snippy replies to pro-Bitcoin tweets, exceeding levels last seen in the 3000s last year. Yeah, I, I, you pointed this out before, Alistair. People are getting cranky. They're getting cranky. They're getting cranky like it was uh, December of... Uh, of of 2018, I'm not cranky, dude. You gotta avoid that vibe, man. There's a good vibe out there. Bitcoin, baby, long term. Tim Draper, think like Tim Draper. Think like Tim Draper, not like Fake Toshi. Pound that like button. Tim Draper, positive guy. Fake Toshi, not so positive. No, no. <laughs> All right. We talked about Thanksgiving break controlling the world. It sure does. 
Even Australians are talking about it in this chat. Bitcoin Magazine, Vlad, who's been on the show. Maybe I'll, I, maybe Vlad will come on the show on Friday. I don't know. Ken Bozak's going to come on the show on Friday. But Vlad is a smart guy. He, he writes for Bitcoin Magazine. And we, we, someone just asked about YouTube. YouTube demonetization, um, Bitcoin fixes this. YouTube demonetization, you're, is it demonetizing your content? Bitcoin fixes this. And it's a good article that gives a pretty complicated, some complicated ways of uh, getting into Lightning Network and earning money through being a YouTube content creator. A lot of YouTube content creators that deal with um, controversial subjects and then not so controversial ones that like deal with kids are uh, are getting demonetized. And because they, they're really strict now, they like in every video you make, you have to say, are there kids in this video? And the default is no, but if you say yes, I guess you can get the, I don't know. I don't have nothing to do with kids in videos. This is all about being over 18 here, pound that like button. Although Bitcoin, that's the thing about Bitcoiners. You could be like a 14 year old and, and figure out how to get Bitcoin. That's it. Bitcoin can't stop anyone. You can be any age. You could be 90, like uh, Craig Ship's father. He's over 90 now. Or you could be, I mean, who knows? Some 14 year old kid in South Africa that somehow figured it out. Uh, but Someone, Vlad wrote a whole article and it's a good article, but uh, someone replied in the tweet, in, in the tweet, tweet thread, uh, wouldn't, and thank you, Tony, I'll get to you in a second, man. Uh, wouldn't it just be easier to put a Bitcoin wallet address in your description rather than getting your subscribers to download things and make accounts? I got to go with that one. For most people, it would be easier just to, and that's what I've recommended for everyone, just to list a Bitcoin uh, address in your description it most people can't do complicated things like download things and make accounts but he says vlad says in terms of speed scalability fees and even financial privacy it's better for them to start with lightning services afterwards they can learn much more about how bitcoin works and how they're supposed to manage their financial sovereignty okay that's your take on it, man. So Tony Traveler just sent uh, $20 in the super chat. Thank you, man. He says, strong hands. Well, I appreciate the support, Tony Traveler. And I'm glad you're a traveler. I'm clearly a traveler. I will be in Baltimore until, until December 12th. And then I'll be off to Tucson, Arizona. Look at that. You can get shirts like this linked to below. You know, there's going to be all sorts of different shirts worn. Hopefully... Um, the shirts that are in my suitcase, which is in Chicago, I'll be wearing them again in the future, real soon, real soon, uh, because I really like to get that suitcase back. Nothing, nothing too like valuable in there, but I mean, that would anyway. Okay, yeah, it was. I was kind of shocked when I'm waiting at the carousel and my luggage didn't show up. I only have one bag. I got the bag I put in my back with a laptop and some. Uh, important stuff in it, my talus and my tefillin. And then um, the, the the big bag is just, I live off out of that big bag. I only travel. That, that's all I need. That's all I need for more than for like three months of travel. I'm good, baby. I'm a man. That's what a man could do. He, he's, he travels light. I'd like to get the suitcase back. Yeah, I know it's 20 years old too. Of course, I don't buy a new suitcase, but you know, the, the Bitcoin shirts and like my sweatpants and my running shoes are in there actually. That would be nice to get back instead of use some broken old pair, like the, the, the pair that I wear like every day. 
it, it, it'll come tomorrow. I got confidence in you, United and BWI, etc. So we're, we're finally getting to the point of the Nigerians here. <laughs> Matt Alberg, who I have talked about this dude before. He analyzes the peer-to-peer uh, Bitcoin trading network, selling networks, whatever you want to call them, packs full and uh, what, what's it called? The I can't even think of the other one that that uh, local bitcoins that that he 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 gives analysis of this and he mentioned in in something I saw before I actually found this article that in sub-Saharan Africa again the volume is picking up the volume is larger than it was at the all-time high I think I mentioned this in other shows. Uh, but but with this, he wrote an article and is really interesting article. Paxful is the most important Bitcoin company you aren't paying attention to. So what is happening? Is it Nigeria remittances growing? Okay. Here's a quote from the article because it shows he's got what he's found out is that Nigerians around the world and in Nigeria. They figured out a way to kind combine remittances and Bitcoin and gift cards and taking pictures. And they're they're buying Bitcoin and, and gift cards and they're sending money home to Nigeria. This is good. And despite the the Nuria, the, the, the Nuria is a very inflationary currency. And even though Bitcoin's price has gone down lately, they're they're still doing well. So what is happening here then? What I discovered is that mostly Nigerian immigrants in the USA are purchasing gift cards in the USA, taking a picture of the card and receipt, and then immediately sending those pictures to their family and friends in Nigeria using WhatsApp. Those on the receiving end of the gift card purchases in Nigeria are the ones who then upload the pictures to Paxful. These Nigerians in Nigeria use the gift cards to trade for Bitcoin and then turn around and complete a second trade, which sells the recently acquired Bitcoin for Nigerian currency through a bank transfer. The whole process is described in the diagram below. Apparently it only takes like 20 minutes. It sounds pretty darn complicated, but they're using Paxful and Paxful has enabled a lot of people on the fringes, apparently to get their hands on Bitcoin, do some creative things with Bitcoin uh, because they you do, do makeshift remittances with Bitcoin, creative remittances with Bitcoin. Read the article. This, this Matt Alberg dude, he's good. He's good with the statistics, and he, he's good with talking about something that a lot of people don't talk about. And I don't pay attention to Pax full at all, unless when he talks about it. Um, once a time, and finally, we'll we'll, uh, we'll end it with a non-Bitcoin note. Once upon a time in Hollywood was the movie that I watched. I tried to watch some other movies. I fell asleep during them. They weren't good. Don't even remember what they were now. Uh, but Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it is a good movie if you know about what really happened in 1969. If you know who Sharon Tate was, you have to understand who Sharon Tate was and, and, to, under, and to know what those horrible people did uh, to Sharon Tate and her friends uh, that, that horrible day in 1969. But, and, and then, and then to, you know, and then, you know, you get this uh, peek into the, uh, the Hollywood scene back then. Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt do a good job. And, uh, there were some beautiful women in, in the movie. The, some of the Man, uh, Manson girls, one of the Manson girls was, uh, 
the, the portraying her, the woman portraying her, the girl portraying her was was beautiful. And the real life people weren't too beautiful. But uh, Sharon Tate was an incredibly beautiful person. And the actress um, portraying her was a very beautiful uh, woman. But if you're, if you're familiar with L.A. also, you can pick up some sites here and there uh that you know about but it is a fairy tale remember this is a fairy once upon a time in hollywood it's not a true story um it's based on some true things and it, it gives glimpses into um what was going on in 1969 in hollywood but there is part of it is unsadly it's sad that part of it is is a, it, a fairy tale what what happens in the end didn't really happen in real life but it is a it is a good movie but i think a lot of people don't appreciate it because they don't know the whole history i mean stefan molyneux gave it a horrible review and i i disagree i really disagree with it i think it was uh i thought it was entertaining and uh as i enjoy seeing how life was back then and i i do there's a certain aura of los angeles you know when i'm walking around and i'm curious about what was it like back in the day here and stuff and uh, anyway that's it that, that's there's my movie uh, recommendation for free of course if you're on the uh watch it for free or get it free on the internet somehow or uh Watch it on the when you're on the plane, but uh, it was I found it I found it entertaining. I thought they, and I, you know, say what you will of I know a lot of those are such mainstream guys, Brad Pitt and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, and it, you know, I, I don't care about their politics or anything like that. They're good actors. They are they are good actors, and it was entertaining. And I don't like the blood and gore of um, Quentin Tarantino's movies. I usually don't watch them at all. Um, there wasn't that much blood. It was at the end. There was some. There was some blood and gore, but uh, not as uh, not as. And there was a psychedelic reference in there too. There's an LSD uh, cigarette. So I was talking about uh, psychedelic stuff. Uh, but don't do that stuff, people. Uh, stay healthy. Healthy. Pound that like button. All right, that's it. Half hour show. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister. Time to go to sleep. Remember, subscribe to the channel, like the video, pound that like button, bang that bell button, click on the squares right there. I will say hi to you guys in the chat. Bye-bye.